Welcome to Blue Eyes and Lady Redhead, where we'll be diving into the thoughts and humour of the mysteries of life, our spontaneous views on mental and physical health, and everything else in between. Welcome to Blue Eyes and Lady Redhead. Hey guys, how are we? We, oh, we, that was very Australian yeah, from me. Yeah, How very are Australian. We? How are we? Yeah. <laughs> the people could speak. Hopefully, they're speaking uh, the happiness and saying we're feeling good. Yeah, I hope everyone's having a good week. Fingers crossed. <laughs> right, should we get straight into it? Yes. Today, we're going to talk about propaganda, the propaganda machine. Yeah, we're going into something slightly different to yes. all of our other topics. Yes. Obviously, we normally different. keep it. Yeah. yeah. We normally keep it very relationship based, which we love to talk about. That would be like probably the majority of the podcast episodes. Yeah. Um, but this is something that really interests me and now. I've always been into this since I was at school. Actually something I would have studied if I went to university. Um, what about the media? Yeah. How it changes and how it can be used to manipulate. Yes, yes, that is what it is essentially is. It's the trying to deliver a message, but the thing is how sincere their message is. Are they out to help you or to get something from you? Yeah, for sure. Because like, obviously me and Noel have took a lot of time to look into this since a young age for me, not sure about you. Um, so we've always been very switched on with this, but a lot of people, if you don't take the time to understand, can be very easily manipulated by the media. That's right. Um, Noel, should we start off by discussing how the media has changed um, since you were a child to now because it's changed like dramatically yes crazy uh, amounts even since i was a child it's uh growing up again listening to journalists and people in the media who spoke on the matter it was uh integrity was very important so when people news outlets a news media major news media outlet would deliver news they would have to fact check it, mm-hmm. right? They have to make sure what they're putting out is actually as as uh, legitimate as possible. And if it wasn't legitimate, then they lose their credibility. And because of that, the standards back then were a lot different. And you know, it's funny, right? Because it's uh, they would always make fun of English um, news outlets. Why? Um, in, a, in I can't remember what it's called. Where well, the, they, us English get the most slack with everything. Yeah, but it was actually the, the newspapers back then. They still probably haven't. Yeah. Um, where it's all like celebrities and uh-huh. um, yeah. conspiracies oh, that and is stuff. Still a thing. Yeah, it's not more so now. They have in the states, but I, I remember always took a piss out of the UK because UK had a lot more than America. Yeah. For a call. Um, but now it seems like it's just in the West. It's universal that it's either about celebrities conspiracies mm. it's not actually about the real things that are happening around so, us so talking about um what they would show on the news is that kind of stayed the same like i personally feel like from what i've seen nowadays they do talk uh, i mean this might you know i don't know what you just meant there so much were you saying that they talked about celebrities a lot yeah it's, it's called fluff they're talking about fluff yeah because yeah. what i was gonna say is i feel like Back then, there was a little bit more actual news of what's going on in the world. 
they would talk about bad news as they say, bad news sells. Mm. So they would show a lot of like the war and what's going on in Afghanistan and all of that stuff. Correct, yeah. Whereas now I feel like they definitely show a lot more of reality TV stars and stuff. So I don't know, is that how you would see the change? Yeah, or, it was- uh, In terms of the topics? The news for, for, for most of the time, it was at the end, of this uh, news, but five minutes, they would reserve that for celebrities and gossip and all that stuff. But like you said, it was predominantly about war, it was about politics. Yeah. It was about something that's gonna actually shape the world. Exactly, like yes, it was always bad news. There's always been a lot of bad news out there. As I just said, bad news sells. People wanna switch on to that stuff, makes them feel better about their lives. But at least it was actually things that are going on in the world and like you say maybe drives people to try and make a change in whatever little way they can yeah. whereas i feel like now if you go onto a news channel straight away the top news is normally about like a celebrity Correct. but then i guess it depends what news channel you switch on to but now it seems like every <laughs> news channel they switch uh -huh. on like we have that prime time uh, 6 p.m slot yeah. Seven news, nine news, and ten news. The thing is, about ten news. Hopefully, no nobody from working for Channel Ten listening in right now. Yeah, sorry but guys. It's always been <laughs> growing up about fluff. Yeah. Right, but they yeah. had they had an hour um, uh, news channel, and I think it was at five and six, but Channel Nine, Channel Seven, only half an hour. So it yeah. was a lot more condensed, a lot yeah. more important information. Uh -huh. But now when I switch on to channel nine to channel seven, it's more or less like channel 10 now. It's yeah, all about celebrities, definitely. all the gossip and all that stuff. Yeah, this right. is what I was gonna say. Like, um, I feel like it had little slots about celebrities, like always, mm. um, because that does appeal to some people. People wanna be nosy, all right? I'm not gonna lie, I do too. I could be um, regretting saying this, but I do love an episode of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Yeah. Like, you wanna see a bit of drama every now and again. Um, but like now it's like all about celebrities, how to make money, being a reality star. I yeah. feel like it's really um, ingrained in young kids now that one of the easiest ways to make money is to just become a reality star. Mm. And I feel like a lot of that is obviously, I feel like everyone blames um, social media and Instagram, etc., which 100% has a huge part in it. But people are forgetting that even big news channels are getting bloody Love Island contestants on. Yeah. So, like, guys, we're putting these people everywhere, even on your news channels. Yeah. When you when you news people are talking about the effect social media has, yeah. you're kind of, you know, controversial, but you're getting reality stars on your TV channel as well. Like, yeah. so what's the message? Yeah, you know well, well that's the thing. Like, we, we talk about main focus is propaganda mm -hmm. and like you said that you the keywords were the message yeah the message on how they're trying to make people think yeah and if they're trying to sway their minds away from the big picture on what's mm -hmm. happening around the world globally um on celebrities that's the, the prime focus and yeah. why 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 is it that there's a shift maybe it could be that this, this generation attention spans a lot more limited so uh -huh. that people's priorities are more on the Kim Kardashians or what's going on in the, in the those, Kim Kardashians. those uh, you know the name do you know all the names sorry do you know all the Kardashian names uh, here we go Chloe yeah Kim um, uh, come on no, I try to block you this out you do know Chloe Kim and Is there, there's another one right there's another yeah. one with a K okay oh, here we go I'm going to have other girls come up to me on the floor it's like <laughs> how dare you 
Courtney. There we go. Oh my god, you don't even watch it. I know. And you know the names. That is why I'm saying that is how huge it is. Guys, even though I seriously, I don't I don't listen to their stuff. But it's kind of like it's bleeding into other media channels. There we channels. go. Yeah, propaganda. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, like on other news, we're talking about the war and da da da, and, and also where and what Courtney's wearing at the <laughs> catwalk. This blah blah blah. And like, look, I I don't know. I have mixed views on it because I do watch the Kardashians. I actually. We could go into that. That's a whole other topic. I actually quite like them. I think like with what they've done with that small amount of fame they had from the start to now is bloody impressive like they are well, yeah. but that's another story yeah. like that we could even do a bloody whole episode on the kardashians yeah that would be um status symbols that's yeah. What it is, yeah but i feel like um growing up i feel like i was kind of like that last generation to hear of kids do you know the whole what you want to do when you grow up mm. a lot of people had the whole like doctors teachers and <laughs> I was like, yeah. do you remember yeah. but now it is like um like what, what even would you call them like an influencer and stuff like that yeah pretty much all the same yeah which is cool like what like i'm not slating that like not at all like honestly i'm not but i'm just saying like how uh, the media has a big role in maybe that like shift that slight change of yeah. and again you said the word big it big influence shaping the next generation and again that's why propaganda is such a one of the biggest staples of shaping society um if you want to send a message and you want to make people think a certain way the best tool is through propaganda and it's been around mm -hmm. for for so long ever since we had films and even not just films thousands of years ago a guy would be standing up on a stool in on the street yeah, yelling exactly. out the it's, news it's so how, yeah. in ancient rome man would have a tablet on his arm yeah and he'll be reading it this is the news and he'll be yelling out to people and saying this is how these things are supposed to be or our julius caesar wants us to do this like and this. when you walk around the city and there's always someone shouting the bible yeah the bible trying to preach their yeah. religion like yeah, the it's how people get religious done. propaganda political yeah. propaganda mm -hmm. there's so many different fields of influence but yeah. it's been around for eons exactly so we kind of drifted off that um but like back to the question, so if you notice the change in media, how media is um, like portrayed, how media is shown. So a lot of the time I remember growing up, it was all in newspapers. I remember my dad would always be sat on the toilet reading his newspaper. Who does that nowadays? Uh, not many. I, I mean, sometimes if I'm on catching a train, I feel comfortable actually reading the newspaper. Yeah. yeah for sure but like how has it changed how it's changed it's um people feel more comfortable with what their phones yeah so their phones do everything for them it's all digital nowadays. it's all digital Even yes books. <laughs> books digital books yeah um it's it's more convenient people feel more comfortable reading it from the yeah phone. and back to the point we first made at the start um i think the issue with this is a lot of stuff that's shown on digital it can be changed yes. which is how a lot of fake news gets out there Correct. um whereas as you were saying when it was in the newspaper there was 100 percent fake news there was big yeah, scandals yeah, in those yeah, newspapers yeah, yeah. um but it was more likely to be accurate because how did they make money they made money 
pre-selling their newspapers. Mm. So if they got a lot of complaints, they could be shut down. So it was more likely that they were going to put across more accurate news. Yeah, it's uh, it, like, like I said before, it's integrity. That when people read the paper, the basis of expectations is that what they're reading is real and truthful and, and they're having more respect to the material that put out back then compared to what it is now, where like everything digital can be corrected or manipulated really quickly or changed. And again, maybe journalism has gotten a lot lazier because going back, we talk about the Kim, Kim Kardashians, they've, they've got departments focusing more on who, who's the newest flavor. I don't even know like if it's lazy, I just feel like a lot of things revolve around making money, especially when it comes to businesses. Mm. And I guess this is our point that unfortunately, um, news on that kind of stuff is probably selling more yeah. than news on the war, unfortunately. Yeah. We're talking about mass audience here. I know yeah. some people are like, what the hell? Like, obviously I want to know more about the war than the Kim Kardashians, of course. But we're talking about mass audience here. and. Unfortunately, that is what a lot of people would rather read. Yeah. So it's like this never ending cycle that in order to change that, maybe we should be putting out less of that, but yeah. then they need to make money. So it's like. But this is the thing, like, this is why I think uh, journalism is a more lazy. It's a byproduct of social media, right? Think about this. Before social media, before the digital age, they would have to spend at least a week to collect all the information from the journalists. Uh, went to research and then they would amass it and they'll put it up on a board and they would map out what pages are going to be this and this and then by the end of it maybe somebody's media is listening to this right now mm, yeah like give but, us some more insight yeah, insight, wow. yeah. Uh, and then they say okay this is how the newspaper is going to be put yeah, out yeah they prepared they prepared it more, exactly there was more preparation and they would have more time to build up before they put it out right yeah but with digital age the, the flow of information has actually sped up and people could digesting information but, and i guess faster. this is what i was trying to say is would you not agree then that that's not so much the newspapers getting lazy it's more society yes. like because they're doing that to make money and give the people what they want yes. quote one yeah. um but that's what people want nowadays they want easy access on their phones they want to open up their phone and be able to read it straight away they want to be in bed reading it they don't want to have to do you know the old school way wake up walk to the corner shop get a paper no now you just open up your phone so i feel like that could also be society as a whole becoming lazy the younger generation and people are stuck in that cycle because they're trying to make their money and make their living yeah do you know but it's, it's not that intentionally more or less creating uh lazy journalism it's more of again because the content has to be put out so fast there's no way they can actually bring out more quality information so it, yeah you know, it's, it's, it's a constant it actually... chat, a flow of information that needs to be put out on again hourly basis rather than a weekly basis where they have the time to collect yeah. information and then put it out and then even say hey maybe we should put that out we, we should change something and then put out something that has more quality but now because everything's digital 
don't yeah. have that luxury. But then this is what I mean, it gets stuck in a cycle because I understand what you're saying, but the reason they're not putting out stuff with more quality is they don't have the money to do so because it's not selling. Yes. Do you know, like yes. they need to pay their workers and stuff. Yeah, they, so. they've got to adjust the market. Yeah. yeah. Everyone wants to listen to, again, what's happening with Kim and Courtney and... <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and yeah, so I don't know, like there's so much you could go into here. It's like, is the media, is... um. The news the problem or is social media it's like kind of what's going on here where did this all start do you yeah. know what i mean did it all, when, who came first <laughs> yeah <the> exactly <laughs> it's like you really would need to sit down and almost do a timeline of events you yeah. know to figure out what's happening here yeah. um but i find it so interesting as well to see how things are changing yeah. it's like with the news like we say you used to open up a newspaper and switch on the six o'clock seven o'clock news now it's like um, all on Instagram, you've got your bloody news channels, they all have accounts on Instagram. So you look on Instagram for news now. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. How it's changing. Yeah. And with uh, information, it's uh, now we've got the media outlets, and now we've got the politicians, and we've got the government, right? Mm -hmm. So, again, for thousands of years, it's the same thing. The king or a queen or a politician wants to send a message, he would get people to stand outside and yell out propaganda, right? So the propaganda would be our neighbors are out to get us, out to kill us. Yeah. And then putting fear, so fear is the best tool of, of manipulation, right? And drives them to do something. Yeah, so to create action urgency. Put you in flight or fight mode. Yeah, like. and if they want to start a war and they know the people are against it, then they say, hey, those guys are going to get us. It's just a matter of time. They're going to be knocking down the gates. They're going to be killing your wives, your children, yourselves, and all that stuff. So then everyone's like, okay, we need to take action. So then when a politician or a king or a queen says, okay, we're going to war, everyone's like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. So then they have the people with them, and then they can follow through with their decisions. And do you notice that's kind of like, they're all like sheep. They all follow the leader. Sheep and tail. And they all do that. And have you noticed that? Quite often, the things that change history is that one person that doesn't follow, and they always create their own narrative. Yeah. yeah, and they're the people that create history yes. and change, actually change. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to get into a deep subject on history, but history is essentially propaganda. The win they say the winners dictate the history books, right? Mm -hmm. So, again, if you wanted to change the history, all you need to do is burn, destroy old history mm -hmm. and then write a new what you think that society should be. No, I think it's great you getting into history. I think it's very interesting. It puts something a bit different out there. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Because history, like I love history because you can, un we'll talk about human nature and relationships and stuff. But it all ties into one, like yeah, at the does. end of the day. Yeah. I was thinking about that as you were talking. Um, you said how things happened back then and they physically would go out and send a message which would do the whole creating fear as so on so on it will all spiral from there yeah. um nowadays we're even talking about 
less social interaction by opening up their tablets, their phones, you're in bed on your own and you can just open up your phone and see the news. There's no interaction there. Yeah. Back even as simple as having newspapers, it creates more social interaction. You've got to go to someone and physically buy that. Yeah. So the relationship topics, it all ties into one really. Yeah. And even like when you go to buy something, I think I think it's called the Sun. Is it the Sun? Is yeah. It, yeah. The Sun was back in the nineties. Everyone would take the piss out of them because mm. everything they would write was bluff. It was full yeah. of shit. They were full of shit when they were writing it, but they knew it, it got sales because of that. Yeah. And the most common thing was that we were talking about. Diana and mm. you know the royal family was the most common thing for the, the sun mm-hmm. um, but when you buy the sun you know you're buying fluff mm-hmm. and if you bought another media outlet paper you knew that paper was all about credibility and that the integrity they would keep um, but as you said with the digital age now there's so many news outlets you don't know what's real yeah yeah, yeah. exactly as people say fake news like I, I don't know like I feel like I would hate to be in the celebrity eye right now like I get sick of obviously we've mentioned I work on a front desk like I get sick of people even coming in who don't really know me like saying things so imagine being a celebrity and like seeing all of this fake news about you in a newspaper yeah you surely like it must take a lot of work to try and switch off that care factor you're thinking like where did this even come from do you know the whole like rumors have to start from somewhere it's not true yeah. anyone could create a rumor about absolute nothing there's an old saying where there is smoke there is fire that kind of mentality yeah. but now it doesn't that doesn't even yeah. warrant is anybody yeah. can make up anything write yeah. something on a post about somebody. yeah and then <laughs> you, people can be canceled they can lose their yeah. job oh this whole canceled cancel culture i hate it yeah, yeah what's your thoughts on the whole canceled culture i i think because digital information is still a new staple we're still trying to find ways of, I guess, regulating and controlling it. And now because everyone, everyone has a voice, they can say something, preach something, and people can listen to them, they can create an audience through their social media, the followers, their followers, right? Yeah. Um, that it's a lot of power is all over the place. And because power is not evenly controlled. And power is dangerous to some yeah, people. Yeah, and it's, it's, like a, it's a weapon, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like the equivalent to somebody walking out with a gun and yeah. just pointing at people mm-hmm. and then why Especially act. if they've got big following. Yeah, and then all they do is pull the trigger and somebody's gone. Exactly, exactly. Um, my idea with the whole cancel culture as well, like sometimes I think, yeah, like go ahead. Like if someone's done something awful, as they say, cancel them. But I feel like it gives people a lack of patience mm-hmm. and a lack of understanding and do you know, like someone can do something who's in the celebrity eye so minor and everyone's like, right, cancelled. No, try and understand what's happened here. Know the full story. Yeah. Like people are just losing, like people don't even know how to connect, like social interaction. Like, come on, like you just want to shake them. Like, yeah. do you know, in the real world or if your family do something wrong, you try to understand, you see the bigger picture. This whole cancelled culture, like there's no understanding there. It's just straight away cancelled out. Like it's bad on mental health as well. This is the byproduct of disinformation. Mm. Disinformation, again, back in the 90s, maybe the early 2000s before social media kind of gets tried, they would have, again, a block, a building full of people working under each other. Everyone was working to make sure that whatever information they put out was as 
as realistic and as truthful and as respectable and had integrity. So it didn't hurt people as much unless they did what is it? Is a name for it? Something peace. Um, so if they want to get go out after somebody or a celebrity or a politician or even mm -hmm. somebody in the royal family again, mm -hmm. they would do a piece on that person saying that they slept with somebody yeah. or they're taking drugs or they dressed up as a Nazi. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> That's been all over yeah. the news. Yes. Um, yeah, the oh attack piece. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it would happen every couple of weeks or months, something like that. And they, maybe because the ratings were low, and they wanted to get something juicy, they would put a attack piece out because they know yeah, that Yeah, and that if people... you notice, it will always be relating to something that's going on in society at that time yes. to touch on the mass emotional Yeah, the emotional now, arousal, like, yeah. Obviously, and so it should be, racism is such a big thing in today's world. People are talking about, you know, they, they don't take it, like, no. Yeah. Um, so I think for that to be brought out at this time, it was all very convenient for them to create that news and correct and again it's a form of manipulation it's, it's tied to fear a people fear of you know whether it's discrimination or prosecution or just even the social classes as well like the poor versus the rich a lot and of stuff can be manipulated i think he even put a statement out and he said this himself that, that is dangerous information to put out because it's given the wrong message mm. do you know like obviously he regrets i'm sure he regrets doing that now yeah. but he was young and it was a stupid stupid mistake that was made and now that's being put all over the news years later at a time where racism is really a no 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 yeah um and people are gonna attack him for that you know verbally yeah. so i think and that's and that's forever now used against him or exactly again the news is like a blueprint of you so like even right now, us recording and talking to you guys, our points of views may change right now in the next couple of years. And maybe some of our, some of our listeners will be still listening to us, hopefully, used to come. Mm -hmm. And they'll bring up subjects on our thoughts of views of this episode. But we may not actually believe that in the next couple of years. Yeah, we of change. People change. Yeah. But not always. And that's another issue yes. in itself. Yes. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just important. Like the media is everywhere out there. A lot of people don't realizing that there's a lot of marketing strategies that go into every time you see um, a news article or you're watching the news. There's a lot of people behind that wall who are getting paid to put that out to you. Um, so there'll be certain tactics they use when presenting news to you know, pull on heartstrings and all of that stuff so that they can make money. Yeah. So I think it's important to see a lot of it with a pinch of salt and, you know, take what you want from it. Yeah. But just be careful. It's, it's crazy, right? You have uh, people creating the news and those people actually have beliefs, right? In which we, we looked at previous episodes about the belief system. Yeah. People's belief systems can be political, can be religious, could be their gender, their sexuality, all that stuff just going to determine which direction they're going to sway on their focus on who they're talking about, right? So if, if there's something about a person, politician or a celebrity that they're talking about and they know their life because, again, news is a collective of the, how they're living their life mm -hmm. and it's portrayed on the screen in front yeah. of everyone or on the radio or on the, on the phone, wherever it may be, um, 
they're going to have great bias behind their decision making. Exactly, yeah. And you have these news outlets based off humans, human nature, right? Mm -hmm. People are always going to be biased, so the information they put out is not going to be with integrity, right? Yeah. They're not going to be absolutely respectful to the yeah. person they're talking about, yeah. and there's always going to be a degree of, uh, what do you call it, viciousness? That's so true. That could be a story that, yeah. yeah, that could be the same news story, okay, it's the exact same things have happened, a male could present it and a female could present it. Mm. The way that message is then sent to the listeners, the watchers, viewers, could be so different dependent on who's telling that story, Correct. the tone yeah. of that voice, the way that trying to make this story come across, like a hundred percent, like that all stuff to think about. And that's why you say like, you should make your own decisions Yeah. when you're watching. You're watching, listening, and you're, you're, you're observing. And again, this is just comes to the news, it comes to people talking to you and trying to pursue you into something. There's always going to be manipulation and people are always going to try to use the, the strongest spectrum of manipulation, which is propaganda. Yeah. Propaganda is the greatest tool to control the masses. Yeah, for sure. Like it's great that we have social media um, because there is a lot of stuff that's changing for the better. While like we're using it, people with big audiences getting certain messages across and that's great. But there's also this this thing, I'd like I'd love to know your view of everyone trying to make change and these movements about what? Like some of it I just think, you know, in my opinion is a load of rubbish. Like what what are we trying to change here? Like what, what I find in what years growing up on this planet, for every movement there's always money. Money is the, yeah. the main tool to to move this these movements out. Some movements do it because they need money to actually have the voice, right? They need, money talks, yes? Yeah. And then their motives, their intentions are noble, but then when they start building money in their bank accounts and nobody actually has, like, the people running it, the money's going to them. Yeah. And it's up to them to dictate if they're going to distribute that money towards the cause and helping the people. Goes back to the power yeah, thing, right? Yeah. It's either going to go one or two ways. You yeah. get selfish or do you yeah. keep doing what you set out to do. Yeah, and there's uh, there was a situation, I'm not going to say what the movement was, but the person yeah, running I it, know. that person got money and houses yeah. she, she spent. Yeah, this was in my head. Also, yeah. the whole hashtag thing, yeah. like, it got huge. And do you know what? Like, I, I honestly caught it. The minute it started, it's why I didn't get involved in the movement. I seen my friends hashtagging. Um, everyone was, and I'm like, nah, some, something's not quite right here. Like, I get, like, if, I'm sure it was set out with good intentions. Yeah. But um, please, guys, please, before you hashtag things and you reshare things, do your own research because not always as simple as you think. Yeah, it's it's you know what it is. I'm not saying that. Who as a listener has done that? You're a sheep. But it's easier to follow a noble cause than to actually research and make a decision. But do you know decision. what it is? It's like they hear this awful thing, cause, or they see one video and they're like, fuck, that is awful shit. Like, I need to reshare this. This is awful, yeah. right? Before they've even tried to research and seen how it all started and the background of the people yeah. and all of this stuff. And again, that's, in my eyes, really like, naive thinking like yeah. very narrow-minded like please be open because 
again going back to it's that that's dangerous if you're sharing something that's false and it's getting out to all of these young generation like it's really dangerous and and, and again it's it's emotional right again you think you're doing something right you're doing it for a noble cause but there's a bigger picture behind it and all it takes is for you to take the time to actually research and actually see both sides of the coin mm -hmm. there's a reason why we have the left and we have the right right the politics uh sway towards democratic rule or socialism people are for the people people are for the government it's different spectrums of things there's a reason why this balance has been around thousands of years mm -hmm. and it still works Thank today you, yeah. i agree but you have to for me I, i'm in between i'm for the left and the right i'm the same i understand the balance of both people are always one direction but again there's a reason why society has function with both of those mindsets together because if there's an imbalance in the government the government's more and it creates more extremes yes yeah, both really, sides both sides really yeah. really bad yeah. it really creates these extremes and as you say that makes people emotional and what do people do in their emotional state they act out, act out anger yeah, happens yeah. you know violence happens yeah and people die there's a reason yeah. literally there is a reason why like you say we got to a stage in life where mm. things were good things were not nothing's going to be 100 percent in the world but things were you know okay yeah there's a yeah, balance we want balance. to keep a balance but then there's always going to be again the political agenda there's going to be propaganda put out and all it starts with just one person and i guess that's why i'm saying some of these movements as innocent as people might think they are on social media when you're resharing yeah. create uh problems it creates, like we just said, extremes. And that's when, as I said, it can create emotional people and anger, yeah. acting out, violence. Yeah. People die, like you said. Yeah. So um, and when you're doing something as small as resharing, yeah, think about these things first. What's interesting now is uh, these movements more towards socialism. So it's again, it's all about the people, which again, are full, right? But the pros and cons of like everything in life, with governments, there's always manipulation of information that's been put out. But still they have to follow a system because in the government it's a collective of people following a system, a checklist of things they need to tick off before they can make an action, before they can make an emotional action, right? They have to debate it. Have to, okay, so going to politics, let's talk about democrat, democratic rule, right? Everyone has to be in a Senate. They have to talk it out and if everyone parties can agree on something they put into legislation and they then goes through the system and they have come from an agreement right yeah it's the same thing with information before they put it out they have to go through the party they have to go for the people and they say we have to do this and this and this is the repercussions if we decide to follow through this action with the other party opposing party the problem is when it comes to movements that outside of this perimeters there's no regulation of information mm -hmm. and they can put out anything they want on yeah. TikTok or um, Twitter and they know by doing this they're going to get an outcome and sway in their advantage and then the problem is these are human beings they could be 20 year olds 30 year olds still young people who have no idea what the repercussions of yeah. what they say and do could lead to mm -hmm. and then we get riots we get deaths we get destruction of property the the economy gets going goes into a recession or goes into ruin all these factors now are coming to fruition 
with social media? Of course. And I feel like growing up, um, this is the change that I've personally noticed. Uh, growing up, it was kind of like a stage where people were actually still a little bit scared to speak out on their views. That's why if you want to be someone that does that, you become someone of higher power. Mm. Um, nowadays, because society is more in touch on their emotions, we create things like what we've done, podcasts, Instagram pages. People are less afraid to speak up, which is great. Um, to an extent, because like you say, now we're in a society where we are more in touch in our emotions, people are told to speak up. Great for some people, mm. but other people by doing so are creating false messages. Yes, yes, false messages. And maybe it's not even their, actually their intention, but yeah. they're acting out often emotion. And again, going back to what we talked about thousands of years ago, they knew, uh, kings, the queens, the politicians who had uh, academic experience, work, knowledge, mindset, they knew all these things about controlling the masses through information or disinformation and how people act on just the human nature, emotions, mm -hmm. and that moves them. It, it, um, it shapes their mindset and on how they're supposed to think. And then people just, again, have the mindset of being like a sheep and guys, mm -hmm. We, when we talk, we don't want to be sheep. We want you to think, we, we, we're thinking right now. Well, that, exactly, that's what it is. I was just thinking there, like, cause I was thinking like, actually, yeah, I had a point there where we're in a society, we're in a world where people open up more about their emotions and they're more in touch with their emotions. There's so many mental health podcasts, etc., mm. which is great, but it depends how you speak and how your message comes across. Like when me and you talk, we're talking in a conversation, our ideas are bouncing off each other. There's no right or wrong. Like we speak it in a way that it gets the listeners to think and make their own decisions. Yeah. We're not giving them answers. Yes. Um, they come up with that themselves. Whereas there are podcasts out there where they're preaching and they're yeah. like, this is this, this is that. And that's where it becomes dangerous because like you say, if, if what that person's talk about, talking about touches on the listener's emotional parts, you know, mm. they're gonna then be like, yeah, this person's right. And that person has made their decision for them. <laughs> like, yeah, and guys, if you agree with what us and we shape your mindset, please like always debate. I'm not always right. George is not always right and we know that. But the fact that when we talk to each other and we bounce off ideas, we always try to be as transparent as possible. And it's also how we speak. Try not to speak with emotion. Just try to speak as logical as possible. Back up what you're trying to say. If you can point to research or documents on that as well. Again, if anybody in the future debates me, I hope I can stick to that stable with still stick to that stable. Because again, if you try to make shit up and you then you start to think like that, you're no better than, you know, the fake news or the disinformation, yeah. all that bullshit and what it causes causes chaos. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like I'm pretty happy with that conversation. Of course, as all of our episodes, there's so much more we could go into. Yeah. Um, but I feel like um, I'm pretty happy with that conversation, just kind of bouncing off each other, our thoughts on the media and social media and how things have changed. Yeah, it's a lot It's a lot different, but always, always comes back to what we're talking about, human nature, relationships, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. But it's uh, something different. Yeah, because obviously like our podcast is mainly focused on human nature and relationships. Um, 
but we do talk about other stuff and this is something we find ourselves discussing sometimes so why not put it out there yeah it's a very interesting episode wasn't it george yeah let's leave it there okay all right guys thank if you are listening to this part thank you for listening to the whole episode and guys can you please make sure to um just follow our profile because it helps us as well see where we're at with our listeners yes guys don't be afraid to follow us please the more support we have the better yeah and And it reaches more people that way yes that's correct all right guys thank you have a lovely day take care guys bye